The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is the final portion of our epistle reading for Pentecost Sunday from Acts chapter 2, verses 14 to 21. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These men are not drunk, as you suppose. It's only nine in the morning. No, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. My dear friends, to whom the Holy Spirit is coming. I just looked at my hymnal as I was writing this and was maybe a little bit surprised at the titles of the hymns in the Pentecost section. Maybe I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was a little bit surprised how many of them refer to the Holy Spirit coming to us. Oh, come Holy Ghost, God and Lord. Come Holy Ghost, Creator blessed. Come, oh come, life-giving Spirit. Oh Holy Spirit, enter in when God the Spirit came. And now see, these are really the prayers of believers, believers going to God and asking the Holy Spirit to fill their hearts more and more with the Word of God. On, on Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came to those disciples in some very special ways. He came to them and gave them the ability to speak in different languages, and that was something that was important on that day because there were Jews who had gone to different parts of the world to live there, and they came to Jerusalem for this harvest festival, and when they came to Jerusalem, they were able to hear the disciples speaking in their own language. That was a way for the Holy Spirit to get their attention and to give the word an opportunity to work on their hearts, but, but what it says there is that they had come and it says that they could then hear them declaring the wonders of God in their own language. However, when you think about it, they heard the disciples, like I said, but which was more important, that they heard them speaking in their own languages, in their own tongues, or that they heard the wonders of God. And, and actually, if you think about it, both were important. It was important that they could speak in their own tongues or languages so that then they could, 
could hear the wonders of God. But ultimately, when you look at this section, it was hearing the wonders of God that was more important. When we pray or sing, come, O come, life-giving spirit, we're not really going to the Holy Spirit and asking him to give us the ability to speak in different languages or to perform miracles like the early apostles were able to do, like they were gifted to do. Rather, what we're doing is we're asking the Holy Spirit to come to us through word and sacrament, baptism and the Lord's Supper, come to us to build us up and to strengthen us in our faith, in our Savior Jesus. We're, we're asking him to show us our sin. And then after he's shown us our sin, to show us our Savior, the solution to our sin. And, well, when they said they heard him, them, declaring the wonders of God, that's what they were hearing. Law and gospel, sin and grace, that wonderful message. But, but of course, when we would pray or sing, come, O come, life-giving spirit, what we as believers are also doing is we're praying that the Holy Spirit would come to those who don't yet know Christ so that they would know about Jesus, so that the Holy Spirit could work on their hearts and turn them into believing children of God. It's almost surprising here that, that Peter had to say, these men are not drunk as you suppose, it's only nine in the morning. Clear speech in other languages is definitely not a sign of drunkenness. But their reaction to that clear speech in other language shows their unbelief. But the Holy Spirit did have an opportunity to work on even those unbelievers' hearts on that day. He did have an opportunity to work. When, when Peter here quotes the Old Testament prophet Joel, in the last days God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. The the last days that he's talking about, those are the days that we've been in ever since Christ completed his work. We've always been in those last days. And ever since Christ completed his work, it's time for us to share the gospel. It's time for us to share the gospel with, ever, with whomever we can so that the Holy Spirit can work on their hearts and make more and more believers before Jesus does come to, to judge the living and the dead on Judgment Day. Oh, thankfully, it says here that God is pouring out his spirit on all people, not just the Jews or the Israelites. And for that matter, he's not just talking about pastors here either. God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people and they will prophesy. When the Holy Spirit comes to a person and makes him a believer and works through the word to fill him up, to make him a Holy Spirit filled up person, well, the thing that's naturally going to happen then is that that Holy Spirit filled up person is going to spill over and prophesy, that is, 
to speak the word of God to others and to share the Holy Spirit with others so that he can work on their hearts. And it's so important that we believers, we Holy Spirit filled up people that we would spill over like that because God says, I will show wonders in the heaven above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. Here God is talking about some of those signs of the end of the world and he's specifically talking about those signs immediately before the end, but but we know the signs that he's talked about in scripture about the end. There's the wars, the rumors of wars, the famines, the earthquakes, the pestilences, well, different diseases, viruses. Those signs are all there. They're telling us over and over again that we're always getting closer to the end, but well, how close are we? Maybe we're closer than we think. Only God knows. But isn't it great to hear God say, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Believers will be rescued from this sinful world. And that means that believers can right now live in confidence because we know as God says, we will be saved. That's why it's so important that we keep on praying or, or singing, come, oh come, life-giving spirit. Keep on working on our hearts to build us up or strengthen us in our faith. And keep working on the hearts of those who don't yet know. Jesus, so that more and more people can know of our Savior and his grace and love. Amen. Let's pray. Come, O oh come, life-giving Spirit. Keep working on our hearts. Keep building us up. Keep strengthening us. Keep reaching out to others. What a blessing it would be if more and more people in our world would know of our Savior and his grace and love. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.